0: I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Hey everyone, do you know an organization that's looking for a keynote speaker, workshop host, or retreat speaker? I am currently filling slots for the 2023 speaking year. I'd love to talk about everything that we talk about here on the podcast. You've been hearing me talk about Arbonne, but you're probably wondering what it is. Arbonne is a vegan, gluten-free, skincare and cosmetic and nutrition company. It has strict standards for clean products and ethical business practices. The company is over 40 years old and has been doing clean, Before clean was the trend, these products have made an impact in my life and can make an impact in yours. Check the link in the show notes. Hello to all of the listeners out there. Thank you so much for choosing the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siggett, your host here at this podcast. Thank you so much for choosing this episode. I know, I know, I know that you're going to find some piece of information or inspiration in this episode. Before I get to this current episode, I want to just kind of recap some of the summer activities that I've had and how they relate to the podcast. Man, I got to tell you, I talked to so many wonderful guests this summer. I can't wait. For you to hear the lineup that I have for you. I've been sitting on them and it's been so hard, so hard not to talk about them. But I know that everyone out there is going to love these guests. I have guests from different parts of the United States and different parts of the world. It's pretty amazing. So please make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button so that you will get the updates when they drop, that you will get the information of the different episodes right when they are available. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. So today's episode is about whose standards do you measure up to? I recently had this big revelation, and I don't want to say like it happened in one moment in time but it was something that was very thought-provoking that left me really wondering and exploring myself which was really amazing I really am a person who likes self development for my own sake for discussions it's just something that I'm very interested in and I do And I do a lot of self-development myself. Uh, I had an opportunity to talk with a student of mine about, air quotes, self-development. So it very much is a topic that I enjoy professionally and personally. So you guys might know that I listen to the Mayim Bialik's Breakdown podcast. It is a podcast That is not only entertaining, but also very educational, very motivational, uh, very inspiring and thoughtful. And this episode that I listened to a couple weeks ago just was amazing. It just did everything that I would want it to do and more. Um, So I definitely, I put it out there. I I encouraged and recommended people to listen to the episode through my social media platforms. Uh, It's the episode with Michael Singer. The exact title is Michael Singer, Let Go of Yourself and Surrender to Life. So Michael Singer is this really interesting gentleman. And I, I don't have enough time to get into exactly who all of he is, um, everything that he's involved with, but I will point out uh, an important part. He is an author of a few different books, uh, just to mention some, The Untethered Soul, The Surrender Experiment, and Living Untethered. So I think those titles uh, maybe make some sense to the title of the episode, Let Go of Yourself and Surrender to Life. It was really interesting to hear him and him talk about his view on life and how he got there. Mayim is also great at interviewing people because she's very personal. She puts a lot of herself into the interviews and she asks people questions not because they're the right questions to ask because she, but because she really wants to know those answers. It's almost like she's having her own session with the person so it really makes it relevant and real not just those patent answers that are questions that every interviewer asks so during that conversation it made me think about me as a perfectionist there were some things that were said that made me go huh you got a point here so i want to bring up that point as you guys know i've talked about it and more in depth on episode 61 confessions of a recovering perfectionist i am that recovering perfectionist it is something that i think in all honesty was built into me at a probably such an early age of infancy Um, looking back at some things and and looking into perfectionism I think it probably was something that was done and just imprinted in me in um, infancy and again no one tried to do this to me Uh, no one intended it's just how me my personality and my brain made sense of some things so when looking at perfectionism uh, perfectionism to me and and I use certain definitions that I think work with how I see it is perfectionism is a defense mechanism to attempt to avoid criticism, shame, and judgment. Uh, There's also the aspect of being a people pleaser. And so you can see with that definition why infancy might be where it kind of came up, being that people pleaser, making sure I was uh, giving my parents the smiles instead of the frowns. Uh, But it's a defense mechanism. I have difficulty with criticism. It is something that I I work with. And criticism might be something as simple as someone on the street looking at me a funny way. I I know it's one of those little um, idiosyncrasies, but we all have them. I've worked on, again, I call myself a recovering perfectionist. It's something that I work on and I try to be more logical with it than irrational um but it's still built in me so i still have to use coping skills to overcome those tendencies so looking at this idea of it being a defense mechanism that it's something i'm doing to avoid the criticism shame or judgment michael singer made me think whose standards am i trying to measure up to because in life there aren't a lot of rubrics, we'll say. I'm using a school term, something that we use in school. There aren't rubrics on how to do a task or be a certain way. So I, as a perfectionist, have to create this rubric of what I think a perfect person would do in this situation or what a person would be to be perfect or would need to do to be perfect in that situation. Now, if you're picking up on this, you realize I am the one creating those standards. I am the one who is saying what they are. But I'm doing it because I think this is what the other person or other people would measure me by. It's really interesting. I mean, even sitting here describing this makes me go, "wah," uh, makes me a little bit bonkers because in, in, in the pure sense of things, again, there is no definition of cleaning the dishes the correct way, right? There is no instruction video that everyone measures you up against. There is no instruction, video, or manual on how to be a really good friend. We all have our different ideas of it. I will never be able to collect everyone's opinion on being a good friend. Therefore, I, I just inevitably, I'm not going to meet everyone's expectations. I can't. There's no possible way of doing it. And that's where it comes into play. I've created this standard of what is a good friend. This is my list of expectations. This is my list of things that you need to do to be a perfect best friend. But again, I have created it. So if I have created these lists... I get to change the lists. They're my standards. I get to decide whether I have hit the mark or I could do better next time. I also could say that is not achievable. It is unrealistic to do these things. Now, I have driven myself nuts. To be a perfectionist, I have put my health in jeopardy. I, at times, maybe have put some relationships in jeopardy. It's funny. My husband had a conversation with me last weekend and said to me very, very genuinely, uh, very much with love, that I, at times, create my own problems. I create create my own uh, emotional turmoil by trying to keep certain standards. It was done in the context, and I'm, I want to laugh when I say this, it was done in a context that I felt that I needed to be on time for a children's birthday party. I needed to be there at the exact time that it started. And he was trying to explain to me that I could take care of a personal need and get there a few minutes late. And I agree with them. But why in my head have I created a standard that doesn't need to be there? Why can't I review that and say, hmm, you, you don't need to be there the exact minute that it starts. You can be a few minutes late. It's my standard." Why can't I, in the moment, case by case, be able to weigh out taking care of a personal need and being a few minutes late or being on time and ignoring your personal need? I don't feel that anyone in that party, at that party, would shame me, criticize me, or judge me in a negative manner for being a few minutes later than the invitation said, but it's me. It's me who would criticize me, shame me, or judge me for being a few minutes late. That sounds absolutely crazy when you say it out loud. Let's take that in. When we say some of these irrational or (laughs) when we say some of these things out loud, they sound irrational. I am creating standards for myself that are irrational. So this is where I need to step in. and This is where a lot of the thought came from. Whose standards am I trying to measure up to? Well, we've already demonstrated. It's my standards. So why shouldn't I change those standards to be rational, realistic, showing compassion and grace to myself, and to say good, nice, positive things to myself? I don't need to criticize, I don't need to shame, and I don't need to pass negative judgment. I have control over those behaviors. I have control over those thoughts. So what needs to happen going forward? Going forward, when I have those thoughts in my head of, you need to be at the birthday party exactly at 1 o'clock, I need to have a counterpoint. I need to be able to stop and take a breath and determine, is that rational? Is that realistic? Is that getting in the way of me taking care of myself? And it might be also a fourth question. Is this getting you closer to the person you want to be and the life you want to live? We need to take that second to really evaluate those thoughts that we're having so that we can be the person we want to be and live the life we want to live. We do not need to stay in that negative mindset or that mindset of lacking or that mindset of judgment, of judging ourselves to a standard that we can choose not to keep. And that, I, that's where I smile. We get to choose that standard. And whether we want to keep it or whether we want to change it. I encourage you to take some time this week to think about those standards that you give for yourself. Are they built on rational thought, facts? Or are they built on irrational thoughts, emotions? Are you feeding yourself with positivity? Or are you feeding yourself with criticism, shame, and judgment? That right there, what I did, is a perfect example. As podcasters, we want to be perfect. We want all of our words to come out perfect We want to be that perfect voice for everyone listening. My initial thought was, oh, there we go. I've got to do that edit. But no, I'm going to leave that in there because that's real. We all trip over our words. We all say things a little wonky sometimes, and that's real. I'm going to leave that in. I'm going to leave that in because that's a perfect example. I don't need to be perfect when I'm on the mic. I can trip over my words. (laughs) This is something that just has been on my mind and in my heart, and I just wanted to get on here to talk about it because I think it is just such a great point. When we talk about perfectionism, whose standards are we using? What does it really come down to? Because there is no rubric in life. You have created it in your head, and guess what? You can change that rubric. Thank you so much for everyone listening in today. I appreciate it. Again, hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform so you can get the amazing episodes that are coming up. I have such a great guest that is coming up in October. He is amazing. He's from across the pond. I'm so excited to introduce him to you. I'm just going to sign off and say goodbye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.